Welcome to the weekend update for Liberty Leadership and Lies with Larry Lytton. For local events, there is the Convention of States meeting this morning at 9.30 a.m. It will be at the King Family Library, located at 408 High Street in Sevierville. I hope to see some Sevier County Patriots there. Our Founding Fathers provided, in Article 5 of our Federal Constitution, a method whereby the states can call a Convention of States for the purpose of amending the Constitution. They did this because they knew that the federal government would do nothing by themselves to rein in their abuse of power. It is up to the states to do that. Here in Tennessee, our House of Representatives did pass House Joint Resolution 8, which called for a Convention of States, in April of this year. And then they sent it over to the Senate. Now that it has been in the Senate since April, it's just languished there. Of course, right? My question to you voters here in Tennessee is this. How is having a Republican supermajority benefiting our great state? It proves my point that voting for a candidate that has an R or a D by their names is the truly wasted vote these days. So if you're really interested in what the Convention of States organization is about, you can show up to today's meeting, or you can check them out on the internet. They can be found at conventionofstates.com. Now, don't get me wrong, though. There are still some true conservative leaders that are Republicans here in Tennessee. One of them is Representative Bruce Griffey. He represents District 75, which consists of Henry, Benton, and Stewart counties in the western part of the state. He has done some good work, and recently, too. In addition to taking a strong stance against illegal immigration in our state, especially by enabling it with our tax dollars, he recently proposed legislation to do away with a gasoline tax in our state. This will greatly benefit every resident of Tennessee, and it won't impact revenue, seeing how Tennessee closed out its budget year with a $3.1 billion surplus. There are several things moving nationally. First, it seems like Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia has seen the writing on the wall, so to speak. He is the holdout in the U.S. Senate that prevented the child sniffers' Build Back Worse legislation from passing before the end of the year. It isn't over yet with that bill, though. You can be sure of that because Washington, D.C. excels at two things and two things only. Squandering and spending our sweat equity and eroding our liberty. Also, it looks like a three-judge panel of the Sixth Circuit Court lifted the stay on the usurper-in-chief's OSHA vaccine mandate rule. This means companies with more than 100 employees are now being forced or coerced by the federal government to take away your rights. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? Once again, the judicial systems failed us, and the individual states are not taking a firm stand. Some have joined in lawsuits or other such garbage, but that is still punting the ball to the federal judiciary. This news comes on top of the bad deeds by the Fifth Circuit Court on the 15th of December. If you remember, a Louisiana court put a nationwide stay on the vaccine mandate for healthcare workers. Then this, what we can now correctly assume is a kangaroo court, limited that stay to the 14 states that originally filed the lawsuit. Guess which state is not part of the original 14 states that sued? Yep, that would be Tennessee. And since that special session's toothless COVID omnibus laws that created two separate classes of citizens in Tennessee, you know, the federal employees and contractors, as well as hospitals that receive federal funding, they're in one class and everybody else is in another. Essentially, the Fifth Circuit Court's ruling on that means that since Tennessee accepted and endorsed the mandate in the healthcare industry 
because the omnibus bill carved out that exemption and that we didn't join in the lawsuit, well, that means healthcare workers in Tennessee are now subjected to the jab. This is more and more evidence that our Republican supermajority failed the citizens of Tennessee. We can't forget our good governor in this as well. The attorney general works for him. Governor Lee could have directed our state's attorney general to join in the lawsuit or file one of our own. We'll have to stay tuned to these matters, though. I'm sure this is not the end of Joe's unconstitutional mandate storyline. Until next week, this has been the weekend update of Liberty Leadership and Lies with Larry Linton. I pray you all have a wonderful weekend. Stand in the arena with me. Reveille, it's time to wake up.